Hello and an official warm welcome to the first Rose of Being a Woman podcast. Um, I've decided just to do a slight change of scheduling so I could get going because I was just too excited to keep waiting. So instead of highlighting different women for my first series, what I'm going to do now is set up a complete guide on how to be a badass woman at all times. Um, And don't panic, we will also be covering how bad it is to accept that some days you just want to wake up and it's okay to do absolutely nothing. Um, In my first ever podcast, which is now, I'm going to focus on the idea that literally changed my life. Um, And it's all down to the magic of Sarah Knight. Please see her book, Fuck No, for reference. And grab a cup of tea, sit back, relax and enjoy the no-show. first act in the no-show today is all about standing up to feminine ideals. Um, this is something personally that's really important to me and I think it is a completely valid answer to say no to feminine ideals and if you want to, completely ignore them. Um, I'm going to give you a sprinkling of examples throughout today's podcast um, for you to say no to or in some cases fuck off depending on how annoying the questions are that are asked. But I think a big step for all of us is the ability to be able to say no to this made-up feminine ideal. Let's just take a um, sidebar, if you will, and talk about these feminine ideals. Um, Very often, when you hear the word feminine, you think soft, kind, caring, make, mild. But I've got to be honest... Personally, I think that's an absolute load of shite. And I feel like it's very unfair that even today, very tight boxes are drawn that women are expected to jump into and flourish within. There's often continual talk about how you measure the success of women and how you measure their ability to make a difference in the world. But to be honest, no one wants to be measured unless it's in height via Jaffa Cakes and I get to eat them afterwards. It's a completely outdated idea. And the only way in which we should be measuring women is in the way in which they build others around them. It is only up to you to decide what defines you as a woman. It is nobody else's business whether you feel like you want to have a family, you want to have a kick-ass job, it is your decision to make on your own and that decision does not have to be defined or justified to anybody else and once we appreciate this within ourselves you get to have the joy of sprinkling in no or the slightly racier alternatives to conversations about your womanliness that is only important to you. I'm going to go through a few examples um, and discuss different ways in which we can say no to or different examples that you can downright ignore or different examples where it's probably socially acceptable to punch the asker in the face. So then you'll be able to take these forward and then live a better, improved life where you can say no to arseholes in the street or arseholes in your peer groups or arseholes that you work with because sadly, ladies, they are all around going to start off with a question that um, starts to plague us slightly later in life. You get away with it for a little while while you're young, but as soon as you get past the age of about 17, several people will say, oh, so you're still single? Or, oh, so you're not married? 
very simple answer to this one, ladies. The answer is no, I'm not. Or yes, I am still single. You can just put a full stop there and walk away. There needs to be absolutely no justification because the last time I checked, we are in 2020 and a woman's value is not based on that of her husband or partner. Trust me, this does take a little bit of practice so that you're not stood there waffling or flapping or trying to come up with a justification for your singleness or unmarriedness. But when you do get slightly better of it, you can insert the racy answer. You look the man, it's normally a man that asks, dead in the face and you say, Brian, are you not still single too? Hmm, I thought so. Brian will have no idea what to say because this response will have shocked him to the end of his core. He will be quivering in his boots and he will be like, shit, they're on to us. And then Brian will turn and walk away. The next damaging feminine ideal that I want to tap into is the idea of just saying, oh yeah, that's fine, or yeah, we can do that if you want, or yeah, that's okay with me, when actually, internally, we are screaming no, but somehow, from inside to outside, it gets slightly lost. All too often, um, there are women in all scenarios of life that instead of getting hot-headed or angry or passionate and screaming no from the rooftops, decide to just go with the flow or agree with the idea being said because it's been hardwired into us that women that lose their call aren't suitable for the workplace and they aren't suitable for promotions and they aren't suitable to play sport. So we just sometimes go with the ride when actually what we should be doing is standing in our power suits and screaming no to the heavens. Nine times out of ten, girl, you've got good instincts, so use them. And if you work or you're surrounded by people that are actually by heart good and true, reacting on your own impulses is only going to get you further in life. We should not continue with this male drawn out message that women should not get hot headed or passionate or angry. I mean, the Venus sisters throw one tennis racket and they're out of control. Meanwhile, male tennis players are abusing referees, but it's due to their passion. I'm sorry, but this is an outdated narrative and we need to step over that ASAP because being hot-headed is my favourite personality trait, so we can't let it go. Sadly, ladies, you probably will find in at least one instance of your life, if you do get a bit hot-headed and passionate because you're following your inner no-man, Someone, usually of the opposite sex, will stand up and say, is it your time of the month? Are the decorators in? Don't answer this. Don't even justify it with a response. Just carry on with the job in hand and get it done better than them. So eventually along the lines, Neanderthals like this are probably just going to be wiped out because they live on attention. So just look them in the eyes, maybe give them a cheeky wink and leave. Personally, I think this is one of those times where you can headbutt the questioner, but you probably need to use your own judgment on Max if it's in a workplace, you might get fired. So, you know, as and when, ladies, as and when. Once you've started putting these easier no's into your life and you feel that you are becoming a more well-rounded, happy individual because you're doing things for you and only yourself, 
we can get to work on the slightly harder nose. Now, just bear with me because this is a slightly more complicated concept, but it's what I like to call the Tony Hawk double no. Tony Hawk's really got no reference. It's just the things he does look cool. And when you do this, you're going to look cool. So picture yourself in the scenario. You're in your local restaurant and you might see a sign. Can you eat 30 double cheeseburgers in the fastest time? And you think, yes, obviously I can. But then outwardly, your body says no. Now, just take a step back for a minute and remove yourself from your body and think, why have I said no? The likelihood will be because it's not very feminine to eat 30 cheeseburgers as fast as possible. So what you need to do is say no to the reason that you've said no. So it's the Tony Hawk double no, saying no to the reasons why you've prevented yourself doing something that you really quite fancied. I promise you the easiest way to implement the Tony Hawk double no is to realise that it is perfectly okay for you to change your mind. You can say no and then think, actually, I really want to, and then just say yes. There is absolutely nothing wrong with changing your mind once you've taken a step back and realised that there is no point preventing yourself from doing things that you know are going to bring you joy. So just change your mind as often as you like. I know we've only scratched the mere surface of saying no to make your life better for yourself, but once you can get these ideas in your head, I promise you it will change your life. You need to look at every scenario in the situation of, is that going to make me happier or my day better? And if it's not, just say no. Don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about falling into a box or doing what's perceived to be the right thing. You can just say no. Am I going to wear makeup to leave the house? Do I want to? No. Will it make my day better? No. Do I think I should? Yes. So the answer to, do I wear makeup when I leave the house, in this scenario, is no. But it's really important to remember if the next day you think, do I need to wear makeup to leave the house? And you think, will it make my day better? Yes. Do I want to? Yes. Well then, do it. You don't have to worry about setting yourself rigid ideals and then sticking to them so that you don't feel like a failure. These principles are changing so you only need to say no to things you don't want to do or things that aren't going to make your life better it's all about enhancing what you do on a day-to-day -day basis to make you feel better about yourself so do i want to be measured in jaffa cakes yes do it eat them all i think roughly i'm probably about 26 long so it's a good it's a good day if you want to it's a good but do I want to be measured round the waist by some snotty salesman in M&S? No, I don't. One, it'll make me feel bad. Two, there'll be no Jaffa Cakes involved. So you've just got to work the pros and cons of these things, girls, and work out truly what it is you want to do. And whatever you want to do is absolutely fine. And I know it probably sounds easy to say and harder to implement, but it literally only takes you to do it maybe once a day or even once a week once you start getting in the habit of putting yourself first and ignoring everything else that we've been built up to, adhere to or listen to. I promise you tenfold you're going to feel so much happier within yourself. Just to wrap my podcast up, um, I would just like to mention that if this is something that resonates with you and you feel like you are a people pleaser 
or someone that suffers from FOMO or someone that just struggles to say no, please, please go out and buy Sarah Knight's book. Um, it's called Fuck No. And reading it honestly has changed my life. It's helped me appreciate the idea that you don't have to say yes to feminine ideals if you don't care for them or you're not interested. It's perfectly acceptable to say no. And more importantly, as long as you are polite, it is acceptable to say no and give absolutely no justification. It is down to you and only you. And that is the end of it. Um, And talking of the end of things, um, this is the end of my first podcast. It's only a short one, but I'm still trying to like get my feet under the table. So I'm going to hopefully do one maybe once a week or every two weeks, depending on how university work is going. But I hope you enjoyed it and I'll speak to you soon.